Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the Beer Ladies Podcast. I am your host today, Tandy, and I am joined by my friends, Katie, Bean, and Carolyn. And they're going to wave to the cameras and say hello and do all the lovely things. Wonderful. Um, Now, today we have a little bit more of a casual episode today. Uh, We're not going to be talking about any styles or any ingredients or or chatting to anybody um, in the beer industry besides us. But we did want to honour and celebrate the beginnings or mid middle of spring and the entrance of summer into our lives it's uh it's one of those things i think it's felt like um it's felt like a perpetual winter in a way because we've had covid for so fucking long that it feels it feels like we're finally entering a new age right we're going to go into spring and summer and um we're also slowly easing out of lockdown so today we just want to we just want to have a bit of fun, you know. We want to talk about the kinds of beers that we'd like to drink during spring and summer. We'll reminisce about some memories from summers and springs before, and uh, and we'll, you know, we'll just see what everyone's drinking. But before that, let me just remind you and first thank you for liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel, guys. We're over a hundred subscribers, which um, is awesome. And please continue to do it because it's just fabulous and we always want to grow. And um, oh, it was such a lovely surprise. I think it was Thursday or Friday last that we that we got the news and that was really, really fun. So thank you for that. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on the podcast platform. So that could be your Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, even Stitcher and all of those. And um, yeah, keep subscribing on the YouTubes and follow us on all the social medias. So we're at Beer Ladies Podcast. Everywhere except for Twitter, we're Beer Ladies Pod. And our website is almost up to date. So that would be beerladiespodcast.com. Fabulous. Okay, so ladies, in in the spirit of summer and spring and all things a little bit a little bit less dark and dreary, what are we drinking? Carolyn, let's go all the way to Texas, start with you. I am drinking High Sign Brewing out of Austin. It's a Mexican lager. It's called Alberto, and it's good. It's a great Mexican lager for the summer. This is their can. I like do you it. Think it's like a little bit. Do you think it's a little obvious that it's called Alberto, as in the name Alberto? Oh yes, it, with a and it's a guy on the can. Well, yeah. it's more it's L. Like so is that not the? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Spanish. 
I think I think that's meant to be the pun, the yeah. plain words wow. there. You know. Okay. So Mexican lager, that's really cool. Okay, lovers, bean. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Lo Siento, I can't help you with that one, but I can <laughs> help you go to all the hops of all the places with I wanted to try flora and fauna from Western Herd. That sounds and, like a very springy beer. And for those watching, it's got the most beautiful floral, um, almost botanical themed can art. It's really pretty. Flora and Fauna so by Western Herd. Pretty. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Dot Brews Maui. <laughs> double dry hop saison. Just to bring all of the double dry hopping after after um, really enjoying the whole IPAs episode, which was our one just before this, and we're like, oh, double dry hop. If I see one more can with double dry hop. So here's one to take it to Maui with, uh, okay, so it's 6%. It's a uh, Nelson Sauvon, Rakua, and Motuika. Motuika. Motuika, yeah. Motuica, yeah. <laughs> And then, all like the, the one all like New Zealand hops, so that's why it's called Maui. I'd, I'd say it's it's very island. Mm. Oh goodness! Okay, well that just happened, so I guess that's staying in. And then the the Western Herd one has got Columbus Simcoe Eldorado Chinook uh, Citra Centennial Amarillo Cascade, and then we double dry hopped it heavily with Nelson Savon and Strata and Strata is a lovely beer or a lovely hop but it is quite it's got some funk and it definitely it definitely smells um funky like maybe if you were at a concert in the summer and you sort of smelled like grassy like yes <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say you see now that without g- saying it but that's like that's a bad thing that's not a good thing to have things smell grassy that means, that means that sometimes it means that they've left the hops in for too long. And, and instead of getting like the oils that give you the, the aromas and the flavors and the bitterness and, and whatever, it just gives you like plant. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so beautiful. And okay, there might be a few extra hops in here, but the intention was to, to honor and love it. But it could, Because it I could kind be. of don't mind. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of into it. But it could also just be like Dan Corpiney, which is a different kind of profile, which is also planty, you know, pine needles, almost like resiny, um, weird flavors. And that's that's often present in IPAs, but um, it's not the same as grassiness. I'm I'm keen to try that now. Maybe just to, to I maybe think just you to might. try and try I think, and we, I think they'd better head. do it again. And uh oh, right. we're, we're gonna all have to have a tasting and you'll tell me what I'm tasting so that I know. <laughs> So that I I know what this funk is that I'm loving. Wow. Maybe it's the whole houseies thing. Maybe it's a, a few extra hops. This is, there's like 10 hops in here, mm. which is madness. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. Okay, well, let's madness. see what Katie's up to. Katie, what are you let's drinking? See. Katie, well, I um, I can't wait to try the Flora and Fauna, by the way. I haven't got my hands on it, you know, so I'll be keeping an eye out. I think it's sold out in most places, so I'm hoping. You brew it again. Come on, Dave and Bridger. Come on. <laughs> so I am drinking an eight degrees, uh, eight degree brewing Bohemian Lager, Pilsner Lager. Mm-hmm. Perfect summer beer, four percent. You could knock a load of these back in the park, throw them into your big bag of cans, and really, really enjoy them. 
and it's it's a nice color it's a light yeah it's lovely it's lovely it's it's uh pilsner lager it's lovely there's actually a little there is a little bit of wheat in it oh, yeah. i was just checking the ingredients as well but it doesn't seem to be that hazy but uh yeah mm-hmm. there you go very clear yeah i like it degrees mm. yummy I saw on Metalman's website earlier that they also do a like a hoppy wheat lager. And I thought, that's interesting because I don't think I've ever really had wheat in a lager. I could be wrong now. I have one of those in my fridge right now. And um, I was at Indie Beer Week on Thursday night and uh, Dead Center Brewing had a across the pond is their um, American wheat ale. Mm. Uh, so that's a wheaty lager i suppose no but it wouldn't be a lager if it's a wheat if it's an american wheat because that's an no, ale mm, that's an okay ale. yeah so that's that's why it's strange because lagers I, I i guys i could be so ignorant here but i just haven't seen wheat in a lager really that i'm just it trying could to think be like people crossing the streams and doing something exactly new yeah, exactly. And and that's why I'm thinking maybe maybe it's starting to happen a little bit more. So in that eight degrees and maybe in the metal man, maybe people are experimenting with it. And maybe because we've been drinking New England IPAs and all of these other mm-hmm. hazy beers, like we wouldn't really question a hazy lager. Why not, right? Yeah. That could be it. Anyway, it it sounds interesting anyway. Like I'd I'd Katie, I'd like to hear your thoughts when you've when you've had that metal man. Well, I might I might come and bring it yeah. to cans in the park and yeah. And share it. Nice. <laughs> From separate glasses, of course. No spreading of the germs <laughs> or the virus. Indeed. On a table far away. <laughs> <laughs> so so today um I've got I've got a beer that probably maybe I wouldn't have chosen, but because it's it, it seems like a really springy, summery beer, and that's probably why they've released it. But I've got a Takes Two to Mango by Wicklow Wolf and Otterbank. So it's a collab. Oh. Yeah, nice. It's a collab between them, and it's a mango and peach sour. Very um, unusual for me to go buying a sour now. Do Otterbank do just sours, or do they do other beers as well? Is that their main thing? I think that's is that their I, jam. I think that is their jam. I don't think it's just sours. I think it's wild fermentation. Ah, okay. So, like, um, two sides. Ye- Yes. Mm. Is it two sides that do two wild fermentation? Yeah. No, it's Wide right. Street. Wide Street. Oh, yes. Wide Street. That's Sorry, they have a beer called is... Two Sides. Yes. Yeah. Wide Street. Yeah. They also yeah. do what, yeah, wild fermentation and spontaneous fermentation. And I think Otterbank do as well, because I had that um, Brett Ale in our Sours episode from Otterbank. Um, and that was also a raw ale, so it wasn't boiled which um, is really interesting. And so I think that that's Otterbank's vibe, is that they're playing with the kind of funkier, sourer, wild, wild things. So it's cool to see them um, blending with the, with Wicklow Wolf. Um, You know, Wicklow Wolf is kind of a, he's kind of a much bigger player here in Ireland. You know, they're, they're almost very mainstream now. So it's nice to see them toying and playing with smaller breweries. Good for them. And actually this, yeah, this, this beer is quite nice for me. It's not, it's not as sour as I maybe thought it was, was at all, but I definitely get mango. Definitely. Mm. Mm, so that's interesting. Nice, nice light summary, nice. summary kind of thing. Mm. Mm. So, Katie, before we um, before we all start a press and record, you mentioned that you have 
um, records, let's say, of the beer that you've had in the most eastern part of the world and the most western part of the world. Tell us all about the story. Well, this is where I have physically been in the place and drank the beer. So my most westerly beer is Kona. Okay, where are which they? Which are based? Hawaiian. Oh, cool. And I've had them in on Hawaii, the Big Island. I went to their brew pub there, and they have lovely beers. You can get this quite easily in Ireland, I think. Is that they do their their longboard and their fire something or other? I can't remember. IPAs and lagers, and uh, yeah, I recommend a trip to Hawaii. It's great fun. So I had, I got my glass in their brew pub, and uh, nice. it was. Re- yeah it's really really nice it's always really really nice and then my furthest east is uh i don't is taiba beer and it is a they say that they are the finest in the middle east so this is a palestinian brewery that i went to an Oktoberfest in one year um it's run by christian arabs so i suppose the majority of the the Arab population in mm. Palestine would not drink alcohol or depending on how religious they are. <laughs> but um, yeah, so every year, we, so we got the bus from Jerusalem to Ramallah and then we got this like tiny little mini bus <laughs> from Ramallah to Taibe. Taibe? Yeah, I was pronouncing it wrong. I was saying Taibe and then I was asking people for directions and where's the bus to Taibe? And they were like, oh, you mean Taba. So I'm like, it's Taba. Um, and uh, we went to the Oktoberfest. They had food stands. They had all the beers. They had entertainment for the kids. It was a real lovely family festival. And uh, so that was my most easterly uh, pint. That's fabulous. That in the you've podcast, actually been I there. Mm. Yeah, because I haven't been to Australia or New Zealand or done Thailand or any of that yet. So mm. That's really, really cool. Bean, do you have any travel stories or beers that you um, are memorable because of where you were drinking them? Um, so I, I, I suppose Granville Island Brewing in Vancouver that you talked about one time. I did. Uh, it was their winter ale. That um, brewery is fabulous. And it's nice to go to Vancouver Island. And um, so I've had the chance to go there. And, and that is great. Mm. gives Granville Island all the time. I want to go to Spinnaker's or whatever too, but uh, haven't haven't made it there yet. Um, and I, I quickly had to like change my answer to, oh, well, I've been to a Mickler bar or, um, you know, Munich maybe at Oktoberfest in the Polliner tent. Um, but yeah, here's, here's to, here's to going to Maui in a can. <laughs> Yeah, Why and not? we're we're a little bit late for yeah. wishing an Ian Mubarak to everybody, but um, yeah, sure, yeah, what the heck, happy, yeah, Ian Mubarak, fasting being over time, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Why not, Carolyn? What has your favorite like travel beer been to date? I guess going to Oktoberfest mm. that was like fun. I mean, that's always fun, or going to Prague and drinking like there local beers i guess it's like the most eastern europe i've been well i guess ukraine but i don't remember if i drank beer in ukraine or not but i do remember prague and oktoberfest so that sounds good those were good beers Mm -hmm. 
And uh, how is Texas this time of year? Like, what does what does spring and summertime look like in Texas? Hot, hot, ninety ninety degree Fahrenheit. So, what is that Celsius? You and your to, imperial units uh, of measurements. I have to convert what it would be. Let's see. Hold on. It, <laughs> like thirties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like lowish thirties. Yeah. Low thirties. Low thirties in spring. Uh, no, high twenties in spring. Okay. I wish- low thirties in like August, September. So we realized that we do a lot of stuff outside here because it was raining one day and we were like what do we do Mm. Uh, we can't do anything outside because it's raining we're like god we're one of those places that does everything outside (laughs) you go to a brewery you sit outside because it's a nice day that sounds just like south africa and actually it was one of the biggest adjustments coming here was like doing a lot of stuff indoors like i mean in at, at my old uh, house in South Africa, I didn't ever used to sit inside, like in the living room. It was just never used. Like maybe if we were going to watch a movie, but it was actually like on the patio. We had like a patio lounge suite, you know, in a sense, because it was yeah. just, that's what, and that's where you lived. And it stayed out there all the time and it was covered. So it didn't get rained on. And I mean, that's where I would always be like, just always outside. So it's a big change. Yeah. Irish weather has not got the memo yet that it's summer. No. They've missed us. Guys, but don't you know that we have become the prediction podcast? So this is why yes. we're doing this is why we're doing a spring and summer episode. Because <laughs> so I, for, actually, for the- <laughs> I saw a really, really good skit on uh on Twitter of somebody who was doing, you know, your um your workplace review mm. at the end of the year, and I was like, Sunny days, what have you been doing? It's like you're supposed you're scheduled on and then you just disappear and scattered showers has to cover your shift for you, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, that is so good. <laughs> that sounds so good. So yeah. for those so for those who don't spend their lives on Twitter, um it's become it's becoming a bit of a meme now that that whenever we talk about some kind of beer style, suddenly brewers in Ireland have actually already been brewing them and they just release them the week after we've recorded which is really, really very funny. So we've spoken about dark lagers, and then all of a sudden we've had like a few dark lagers popping up. We've spoken about wheat beers, and those came up. We've been speaking about, um, we've we've mentioned in other episodes things like amber ales, and then there were more all of a sudden. So it's really it's really becoming quite funny. So that's it, guys. We are we are the Beer Ladies uh, Clairvoyant podcast now, and that's what we're doing. So let's use our power for good. <laughs> channel channel some heat and some sun into Ireland, please. <laughs> if we could yeah. get above twenty degrees, wow. I don't know. It was yeah. pretty gorgeous yesterday between yeah. all the rain. <laughs> I, I did have outdoor pints, outdoor pints in plastic takeaway glasses. Um mm-hmm. with some of our fellow beer ladies yesterday in town. It was amazing. So jealous. Um yeah, well, well, we'll let you know if we see our shadow and it's going to be a glorious summer. It will be. <laughs> it will be. Oh, I think so as well. So speaking of Twitter, um, we, we, asked, we asked on Twitter, um, we asked the, the, the followers of, of, of our Twitter profile, um, what, what styles people like to drink during spring and summer or whether indeed they even like to drink seasonally at all. So we got a good few responses. And for the most part, people tended to go for lighter beers. So things like um, Weiss, Witt, Sours, Lagers, Pilsners, Saisons. 
Those seem to be the ones that people mentioned the most. So I'm interested now to know from all of you, um, do you think you drink seasonally? Um, and yeah, what does it look like to you? So Bean, let's, let's start with you. What's your take on this? Yeah, totally. Every season is different. Every Sometimes every week of the month is a bit different. Um, I know that uh, I'm really looking forward to some hops being grown in Ireland. And so when there's fresh hop at the end of summer season, I'm really looking forward to something like Wicklow Wolf Locavore Project or social hops used to be a thing where people would uh, grow a little bit of hops. And then the idea was you'd all harvest your hops at the same time and somebody like maybe Wicklow Wolf or somebody would would take them, make a fresh hop beer, and then you would all kind of get a bit once it was brewed. Yeah, rascals do that because I have mm, hops yes, thrown yes, out yes. my back That's as part of social hops. Woo! But I've never had a good harvest and now I'm thinking, I bet you they're male, whatever rhizomes <laughs> I got. I just don't get hops and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, that's, yeah. Some, sometimes plants are, are mon, monoecious or dioecious or they don't have the male and the female on the same plant and uh, you need, you need, you need balance. You need the yin, you need the yang, you need both hops to. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I see. I don't know. I wish I would have looked this up. I'll look it up for hops episode if we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently the female hop plant is the one that will bear yes. the, bear the, the cones. cones. Yes, absolutely. Mm. You don't, you don't want the male. You don't want the males at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like holly. <laughs> Which is terrible. Holly is like <laughs> that. Like the berries are on the female tree. Ah. And the, and the male hollies are just not the beautiful birds of that species. Interesting. Okay. Thank goodness for birds anyway. Mm. Mm. So Bean, if you had to say typically now within this kind of season, what, I mean, you've got, I mean, you've oh. got an IPA and you've got a Saison there. So if you're to, uh, if you're to say which one you're more in the mood for, just as it stands, you know, like what, what's your vibe? Ooh, both. <laughs> both but never mind the bread if you please in the words of of winnie the pooh um (laughs) i'm loving the whole maui thing but actually do you know what i'm i'm really loving this this 10 hop (laughs) (laughs) flora and fauna flora and fauna it's madness it's really good i'm loving it uh both please but never mind the bread Mm, have you got two glasses on the go at the same time i really do i am (laughs) yep this is <laughs> this is better than Edward Forty Hands, though. This is this is <laughs> being two beautiful art cans and two really good. They complement each other, and I was not planning that. I did not do extensive testing, but <laughs> I'm telling you, under the tomatoes, it's the place to be. Both, <laughs> both <good>. please. <laughs> Casey, what about you? Do you drink seasonally, or do you find yourself doing it? I find that I like to if if breweries are bringing out a seasonal beer I'd like I like to try it and they tend to bring out lighter beers in the summer and darker beers in the winter so you kind of follow that pattern Mm. all year round though I would like I like lagers and and IPAs all year round Mm -hmm. um porters and stouts uh I'm I'm not the biggest fan like I I like I like stuff with coffee in it mm-hmm. and people hate coffee in their in their stouts and porters but I think it's really nice um I'm not a sour fan I just cannot I can't palate my palate does not enjoy the mm. sour taste it's like I don't eat fizzy cola bottles I don't 
you know, mm-hmm. I just don't do it. I can't do it. So, um, not, so sour sweets and stuff, you just don't even no. like this? Really? No. And I don't do even like feel? salt and vinegar. I don't like fermented <gasps> stuff. <gasps> I don't like kimchi. <gasps> You're killing me. No. You're absolutely killing me. <laughs> this is my Irish palate. I was brought up on potatoes, you know? <laughs> I was too, but it... Uh, your palate can can change later <laughs> on in life it turns out <laughs> i need to i need to keep maybe having little because my husband does drink sours mm. um and uh so i do have little sips hoping that i like it but it's just <laughs> uh, my face just crinkles up and it's like no not for me we like what we like you know exactly exactly <laughs> it, happens. it happens okay that, that, that's interesting carolyn i mean you're kind of the opposite you'll go sours before anything else so yeah <laughs> but i also enjoy a good lager i mean it's hot mm. here in texas so like i'm not going to be drinking a stout in the middle of the summer it's too hot for that so you mm-hmm. always want something light so and mm. then I don't know. Maybe I really drink sours and lagers all year round. I do like a good stout though, but yeah, I do yeah. drink seasonally. So yeah. for the yeah. most part, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I just want a good lager. So depends. Mm. I also find it depends. I think there's probably broad strokes, you know, winter darker beers and and summer lighter beers. But it does, I don't know. It's not. It's not. It's not that um, black and white for me. Um, I think that there's certain styles that you just drink all year round. Like I can drink Cezanne all year round, even though it's typically kind of a late summer style anyway. But I love Cezanne. They're great. And um, lagers all year round, but maybe a dark lager versus a, you know, lawnmower styles kind of light lager. You get, you know, all the different kinds of things are nice. Um, but but starts, yeah, no, starts are, starts are a winter thing, I think. Mostly. I agree. Except, except for Guinness, which can be drunk all year round, to be fair. Like, I don't know why. They've, they've, they've made that beer so light, but still tasty enough that you can just drink it. So good for them. That's pretty, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. That stuff goes down in like five sups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I yeah. do think it is, it is better on draft than it is. And uh, I can say for one, I'm looking forward to the pubs being back. Oh my goodness. Yes. Let's do this guys. So we have got a, we've now, let's say, sped up the kind of easing process of lockdown. So for those not in Ireland, we we are almost one of the last countries <laughs> to start really opening up a little bit. And um, we've only just opened up in the last couple of weeks, we've only just opened up our pubs for takeaway pints. We still can't sit at a pub, not outside or inside. Um, and we can't go to a restaurant or anything like that. Now, I do believe that in um, some I don't know if it's some cities or some provinces of Canada, but Canada, like my family in um, Ontario, are also in like level five lockdown still. It's just very, very strict there still. But for the for most of the rest of the world, you know, my family in South Africa are just living life as if COVID didn't exist. I'm so bloody jealous. But we are too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you know, so so I do feel that this spring and summer just means a little more to us over in Ireland right now because it's, it, it's kind of coinciding with things, you know, slowly going back to normal. And I swear we thought this last year too, but no, we were wrong. So anyway, what are we then looking forward to the most? I mean, I know we're all going to say seeing people and whatnot, but are there any? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. specific kind of plans or do you have do you have any one thing that you are just that's it it'll make your year and you'll forget about covid do you have anything like that how about you katie how about me um i have to say so my sister had twin boys february 2020 middle of february and i saw them once for their christening last july and i haven't seen them since Mm. and that's it so they are going to be what a year and a half by the mm. time I get I know we can do intercounty travel at the moment but I'm not going to really do it until I, I at least have one shot of the vaccine probably mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so I suppose I'm just looking forward to to going down home to Claire and seeing everybody down there mm-hmm. um, I'm also looking forward to just sitting in a beer garden in the sun with friends drinking a, a beer that doesn't come out of a can <laughs> you know yeah I think that's the big thing and uh, sitting out, mm. yeah, for me, having a meal somewhere and having someone wait on you, and you don't have to like order the Chinese order takeaway or cook it for a change. Oh, you know, absolutely. Bean, you're looking as if you're you're dreaming of uh, <laughs> you're dreaming of things. Tell us your dreams. I am absolutely <laughs> dreaming of things. Um, and actually, we've <laughs> we've probably gotten more takeaways than than we ever did which is and I'm looking forward to actually seasonal ingredients because I've really gotten into like my my farmer's market now and I appreciate them the more because there was a stoppage when mm-hmm. we weren't quite sure what we were doing and we weren't quite sure what the rules were and so the farmer's market stopped and now I'm going like every week because I really value it now so I'm actually really excited to whatever's in season 
that's what I'm cooking with. Um, and also lots of takeaways. <laughs> I know. I think we decided at the start, it was like, oh, let's support all the local businesses that are yeah. shutting down. And then it would just became a thing that every week we got a takeaway. This is it. So not this good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we, yeah, I, we're just telling ourselves, oh, we're, we're supporting our local businesses, but actually we're just getting takeaways and not cooking as much. Um, but like not, not like every night or something. Um, but yeah, probably once a week, I'd say. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting out in the garden and the, in the fresh air with, with people occasionally and valuing that more because I don't know if you've heard, but people are kind of annoying. (laughs) (laughs) So So how are you going to value that? (laughs) Yeah. It's nice to really value that actually. So yeah. 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 Carolyn, when, when you got back to Texas now, did you, I mean, where possible, but did you go straight back into like just living as you would have normally like people like, or did you find it was a transition? It was weird. Cause like, I mean, all my friends were in Austin and I was in Houston. So it's like, I know no one. (laughs) So like, I, but we go into restaurants, sit down. I mean, wear a mask in restaurants and then sit down at a table that's six feet apart. But it was like nice to like not have to cook food. And then like when I moved to Austin, like for example, like today, yesterday we went to wineries. There were a couple wineries. They're like, nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, this is weird. And I went to a restaurant the other day Mm -hmm. this week. And we like walked in with masks. I was like, nobody's wearing a mask. I was like, I guess I'll take mine off. Cause like I'm vaccinated, like not saying vaccinating is the cure, but I was just like, well, if nobody's wearing one, I guess I'm not going to wear one. I don't know. Yeah. It's very weird. And I was like, this is kind of nice not having to wear a mask and not making this controversial for people. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It was just weird to like get a little bit of normacy mm-hmm. back. And I was like, all right. Well, hopefully we're back to this one day. <laughs> but yeah, it's been interesting, especially now that like most Texans are vaccinated and people are kind of like going back to like living their life. It it really annoys Weird. me. It, it like annoys me on a personal level that the states were a dumpster truck at the beginning of this pandemic. And now the vaccine rollout has been phenomenally quick compared yeah. to Europe. I mean, Europe has been shocking. Yeah, I mean we're getting there now, but it's not. It's it's taken a long time. I know some of my friends in the UK who are, let's say, my age group, so thirties, right? They're maybe a little older than me, but not much. They've all had their vaccines, and I'm like, guys, come on! And we're still going to be only, I don't know, maybe September. I don't think it's going to come. Yeah, and I'm and I'm traveling next week, so it's going to be weird. Like last time I was on a plane. What kind of luxury is this now? Last time I was on a plane, I was moving home in the middle of a pandemic and now I'm going on a plane to visit my friends like how weird is that oh my goodness <laughs> that you see that feels so foreign to me now like just the ability to go places yeah I like text my friend I was like hey I'm vaccinated like I don't really want to do a 16 hour drive do you mind if I fly and she's like no it's fine I was like okay <laughs> and is your friend also vaccinated yeah okay that's oh, so cool. I'm so jealous of you. So yeah. Also It'll so definitely jealous. be weird going to the airport, getting on a plane, sitting down. <laughs> I mean I, I mean they you. they're still not doing like they're still passing out personal bags on planes. Like they're not the stewardess aren't 
doing their normal like cart service, which is totally understandable. Like I don't mind you giving me a prepackaged bag. I actually think that's genius and they should have always been doing that. Um, <laughs> just saying <laughs> like so what snacks you- already in a bag when I get on the plane. Thank you. What is, what do you mean by a pre, a personal bag? Yeah. So it was just like a snack and like a little bottle of water to like get you through until they come and like ask if you want like a soda or something. So I don't know. That's brilliant. I feel like they should have always done that. I feel like it's smart. Yeah. Why did they need to take up the aisles with carts? (laughs) Well, I mean, they're, they're still doing the carting stuff. It's just, I don't know. It's just nice to like have a little bag when you get on the plane and it's your snacks already oh, pre-packaged planes. we're lucky to be on planes i'm actually surprised that we'll be vaccinated before september because i really thought it was going to be after back to school like i genuinely thought and now like people have really uh, been working to get this vaccine out like it's really been a year and a bit which is awesomely madness and great and i thought yeah. it was going to be a lot longer really i did true yeah. Like just to get a vaccine out. Yeah, absolutely. I actually Unless... I actually thought that we'd we'd almost get rid of the <laughs> this is super <laughs> naive, but like I almost thought we'd almost get rid of the virus by isolating. Like we'd almost reduce it to such a level that we didn't need a vaccine because that seemed more likely because we were so isolated. But yeah. I'm I'm very pleased to have a vaccine, even if it's not not in my system yet. Yeah. And I, most of my friends are vaccinated, which is nice. So there you go. Y'all will get there. It'll happen. I said y'all will get there. It'll happen. Hey. <laughs> Although I do I do think that Carolyn is going to have to hop on a plane at some stage because she's got all these concert tickets that are going to need I, to be fulfilled at some stage. Exactly. <laughs> I got one. One got moved to May and one got moved to June. And I was like, why could they not be right next to each other like they were this year? Damn it. I have to figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> you know, we can just see you twice instead of once. And exactly. that will be pretty fun. Exactly. We'll do a special beer ladies recording like in person. Can you imagine? There you go. That'd be not. I I cannot record without pajama bottoms now, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a requirement. We will all wear pajama bottoms. Honestly, I don't, I don't also... know. I, I mean, so am I. It's about... <laughs> so, I mean, I am too. So, <laughs> what I'm saying. My mom would make fun of me. When I worked from home, when I moved back, she's like, you're dressed in a nice top, but then you're dressed in pajama bottoms. I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep, pretty sounds, much. Sounds legit. This is COVID fashion, guys. Like, yeah. You know, I, I got to be comfortable. <laughs> like, I really, I actually really hope that, that we don't go back to complete formal wear all the time. It would be, I mean, I think the teenagers and the students already were wearing tracksuit pants and whatever all the time, but um, I think we should just all embrace it. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> And flat shoes. Flat shoes. I wasn't I'm, not doing that before. Oh. True. I wasn't not either. Like I was wearing flats anyway because fuck heels. Those fuck, things. Yeah. Are, oh my god, they no. kill you. Torture Terrible. devices. Absolutely. Unless you're having a lot of fun and practicing your balance on the cobblestones. <laughs> That sounds like a terrible idea. Like I already have <laughs> a broken fun. ankle, and not that for me, sounds not for like, me. <laughs> that that sounds like a terrible way to break another ankle. Like no like ways. wearing <laughs> a thick heel on the cobblestones. I ate it multiple. Like I didn't eat it, but like I tripped multiple times. And now like, it's like rain. a booty. Like yeah, it's like a booty though. So I'm like, 
I'm fine. And then I hit something. I'm like, oh, crap. There are plenty of times where I'm like looking behind my shoulder. I was like, did somebody see that? Will they laugh? Are they not going to laugh? Are we good? I was that person behind you in flats laughing. At, at- That's totally fine. <laughs> However, I must speak on behalf of my friends who were loving wearing heels on the wet cobblestones and like really kind of killing it. And I don't know how, and I will never know how, but no. here's to you ladies. <laughs> don't know what you were doing, but it looked great. No, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand heels, guys. I really, I really don't. I mean, they look lovely, but Mm-mm. I suppose I'm five foot four, so I would wear them to try and and gain a little bit of height. I, I think I wore them all the time up until I had my first child, and then I was like, oh god, no, I can't be doing this anymore. Your yeah. center of balance just <laughs> goes straight off. out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't work. I don't know what it is about being pregnant, but I also used to wear heels a lot before being pregnant, yeah. and then after that, I just couldn't. I just couldn't quite get it right no. so so I kind of gave up or I started wearing only wedges and then only occasionally right just like really yeah. very occasionally and now I think I've got two pairs of heels and I've worn each pair once in my whole life owning them you know and I've owned them for at least four years so can't be asked yeah maybe we'll be 80 and be like do you know what I'm gonna do today <laughs> I'm gonna break an ankle <laughs> yeah Although, although you, you know, that being said, as much as I want to keep the pajamas and and the comfy clothes, I think that when we finally do get out of lockdown, I think we're all going to be so enamored with like the novelty of being out with people and being able to dress up and feel like it's actually being dressed up instead of just you know putting putting a nice shirt on for a work call. Like I don't know. Like, so we might just want to actually dress up a little bit more. Because I, I met people for a, an outdoor pint yesterday and I just wore my Play Ya Ya Ding Dong t-shirt. So. <sighs> yes, <laughs> so great. Oh, listen, Eurovision. So for, the, for those listening, this is the day after Eurovision and I am, I am already traumatized because Eurovision is over. Like, that's it. Is that my, my cat is in the background, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's... He's meowing at me to open the door for him. I really should just do that. Give me a second. <laughs> off you come go. Come up, come up. <laughs> he was like trying so to hop what happened the in the Eurovision anyway? What happened? It was actually really, really good this year. Yeah. Um, a lot of the... Oh, so the UK got zero points from the jury and zero points from the televote. Only country to do so. Oh, wow. wow. Well how, done, UK. How did that the happen? wooden spoon. <laughs> Because oh my god, their, the song, UK. their song wasn't oh. very good. I want to get out to go. It's an okay song, but it's not a Eurovision yeah. song. It's not oh. Eurovision enough. It's not mm. crazy enough. It's not, you know, there's no spectacle. Mm. I would say. Um but yeah. We'll have, I, oh boy, go. We'll have to uh okay. have some is. kind of like sparkly dance vampire intermission. Can we just cut in? Pirates. I think oh. we should have pirates. What? Okay, hold on. I missed this. What is going on here? Eurovision. <laughs> Saying we need okay. some pirates. Back I don't to know. Eurovision. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excellent. Pirates are like a great idea for Eurovision. Has it not been done before? I think it has, yeah. It has to have been done, surely. Mm. 
<laughs> I, yeah, no, listen, my first, it was my first Eurovision, as we all know, since we, there was an episode about it, and I was not disappointed. It was phenomenal. And Italy won, and their song was great. Oh, They're great. Oh, they did. And, um, yeah. and I mean, there were, there were just so many good acts, though. Like, I, I really wanted Russia to win. Russian Woman mm. was just my favorite. She was so good. But not quite enough on the night, although, you know. Anyway, that's, that's yeah. the way it goes. Yeah. I was a big fan of, you know, like the the kind of electro pop, the yeah. Lithuania and Iceland. Yeah. So, yeah. and they did really well in the Ireland televote. They did. Mm. I mean, Lithuania was fabulous. Um, Iceland was fabulous, and Ukraine were amazing. Yes, I mean they were so good, and uh, they 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 got the second highest televoter score overall. So, you know, they, they, that's it. They're going to just have to twer, you know. They are. That song was just like being at a mad rave or something. Yeah. It, it was crazy. So cool. Yeah, so, so, so cool. cool. Yeah, that no, was really, really good. Gosh. You know, Carolyn, I heard I heard um, a rumour, but I don't know if it's true, but I heard that America is going to start doing their own version of Eurovision. America Vision? Yeah. Yeah, Merovision. So maybe it's going to be like a statewide thing. I don't know. I reckon. I don't know. What if it was every, all of the states? Mm-hmm. Exactly, having fifty states. Yeah, exactly. And then Canada could have like one entry, the fifty-first state, <laughs> America's hat. <laughs> just like all of Canada, just sends Celine Dion, but she's already <laughs> in Vegas, so it's grand. <laughs> She already did Eurovision too, so like she's she's. Do you know that was a great song actually, and she did a great job in her like eighties. <laughs> yeah, she was so yeah. little that back then. Oh. I'm trying what to think about- who a Texas pick. We got George Strait, Willie Nelson. I mean, Fifty Cent just moved to Houston, so maybe he he'd be a good option. Well. D- <laughs> I feel like we'd have to pick Willie Nelson, though, just because he's an icon. Like, I feel like he would have to be the first one. It's not guaranteed to win, though. I mean, Flo Rida came does, for No, San I'm Marino not saying he'd win. Do anything. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I feel like we'd have to pick, like, an icon. For the first one. For the inaugural. For the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, George Strait or someone. Like, just, the, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so, Bean, I think you'll be proud of me, but one of my um, my solemn commitments this year is to grow some veggies because oh, I will help you and you know what I've planted seeds I bought planter boxes and I've got little things that I'm germinating and I've got bigger planter boxes for some of those that could be planted directly and um and now I've just got to I've got to keep kind of moving the planter boxes I say I I can't mm-hmm. do a damn thing because I'm on bloody crutches but I've got to keep getting these planter boxes moved thank you husband into the sun you know it's got to follow the sun a little bit <laughs> which is very funny but I think A, Katie is going to be proud of you too. B, everybody else is going to be proud of you three. <laughs> and C or D or whatever we're on. Actually, the best success I've usually seen is not people who like to just watch and read like me, but people who actually go out and do it. Fair and enough. Like, you know, see what works and see what doesn't Gosh. in their actual planter boxes. So go you. 
Yeah. Well go, done, you. Well done. Off you go. Got to figure some things out, man. But we got some seeds and planted some things, and we checked on all the uh, on all the requirements and all the wind plant and wind not plant. Some of them we got some like Oriental greens, like salad leaves, almost seeds, and they're already germinating. They're so quick, and then they grow so quickly, and they just kind of keep growing. So that I'm really excited for those. And that for me is another one of those very spring things that I've always got this itch that I need to make things grow in spring. <laughs> it's um. It, I don't, I'm sure that's just part of life, but I just need to in spring. Very healthy itch to scratch. And if you mm. are a listener who has waited until nearly June to like take heart, because actually things germinate and grow so quickly and they actually catch up to the stuff that people like maybe me have ill-advisedly, uh, ill-advisedly had since like January and their windows are like struggling toward the light and getting really <laughs> leggy and awful and, you know, are just beginning to say, oh, well, I guess I'll grow. It's summer. Things that you see now will actually just shoot out of the ground. So off you go. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice. I, uh, I wish I had enough space to do the pumpkin seeds that I bought, but I just don't because those take up an enormous amount of space. But it would be cool because, I mean, you know what, if, if, like there are there are also things that you can brew with fun vegetables. So you can do beetroot in beer, like you can do beetroot ales. Um, one of our um, friends, Kelly, does that, as well as one of my friends, Michelle. She makes a beetroot saison, which is phenomenal. So that would also be a really interesting spin, you know, like I've got some beetroot growing. And I want to do pumpkins um, eventually when I've got space, maybe not right now, but yeah, it could be fun. So not just eating, but brewing and fermenting and pickling and all, all the other things. Um, Lock Gill did their potato haze. Oh, right. I yeah. had that. Did I, you? Yeah. It was perfectly drinkable and lovely and it tasted good. I don't know if anything can taste like potato <laughs> I didn't. I think it tasted a- like beer. It was good beer, but I don't yeah. know if I could quite make it make you know like like potato. If if I had tasted that and hadn't known that there was potato in it, it would not have crossed my mind. Yeah, I would say it was power of suggestion more than anything yeah. that made me taste potato because I actually just tasted that- beer, but it was fine. It was good. <laughs> but that must be a thing. Like I mean. How much would potato really add unless you added a lot of potato? Because I mean, okay, it's still sugars as in the yeast is going to eat it, but it doesn't leave that much behind necessarily flavor wise, surely. I don't know. I've never done it. And if it did, that might not be a good thing. Yeah. Like, really? (laughs) I don't think it's doing the like any favors though to the, um, to like the image of beer which is, you know, oh, you drink one beer, you're having like four slices of bread or, you know, as in very carby, very starchy. Oh. You know, people used to just always like hate on it because of that. So putting <laughs> putting extra starch, like an extra starchy thing into a beer for me feels like the wrong image. Even that's though we all know that actually the grains are the same thing. Do you know, I think if I actually ate more potatoes, I'd be doing better because they have more like minerals and stuff Good than stuff. you think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah, actually, they are basically lot, perfect food. Lots of vitamin C in your potatoes. Mm. This, yeah, they this have been... more stuff than you think. You think they're just a starch, but actually, they're mm. especially if they're grown in like good tanty window boxes. <laughs> then they're good for you. Yeah, there's um there's been a few beers released lately. Uh, not ne- well, one or two here. Like there's been a beer, I think by Northern Monk or Omnipolo, one of those very expen- very experimental brewers. 
it was like a Tato's, like a Tato's chip beer. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, what is going on with that? Um, but it wasn't the only one. There was almost two or three beers in close succession that were potato chip, uh, potato chip based. And I was like, mm-hmm. guys, like what, what is this? Everybody Why? had the same idea on a Zoom call or something one night. So one of the beer it ladies must have, have said, hey, what if we took chips and made beer? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just reminds me of those, um, you know, those things where kind of futuristic ideas where you could like, you know, have have a bite of some bland square thing and it tastes like whatever you want in your mouth, like almost a Willy Wonka style. So here's your roast chicken, gravy, potatoes, whatever. And it, it, it's, it's as if people just want to make beer taste like food. Um, all the time. Well, this it's just is so weird. Sometimes my issue with potato crisps as well, or or chips, interesting, is that we sometimes get a little carried away and pringlesify the whole lot when actually it's great with just some salt. Okay, salt or and vinegar. You... <laughs> no well, vinegar. See, no you... vinegar. She only wants pepper or <laughs> maybe some chilies or cheese and onions. Cheese and onion. Oh, cheese and onion's good. They're good. The national look at CB. I think I think you might be outnumbered on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Texture only. The ripple chip (laughs) with uh, salt and pepper. Yeah. No. Well, I'll eat ketchup chips. I'll eat uh, vinegar. I I like pickled things. I like all the things. I don't think there's too many things I don't like. Eventually, Mm. it takes time sometimes. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, ladies, I think that we're going to uh, we're going to wrap up. Are there any final thoughts that we want to get out? Any burning predictions for spring and summer? Any things that we want to will into existence based on our beer ladies clairvoyance podcast power? <laughs> well, we've already willed uh, uh, lots of wit, so maybe mm-hmm. some hefeweizen as well. Mm. Would be yeah. nice. Come on, They're bring it on. Ferment, guys, get some vice out. Come yeah. on, let's do it. Nice, interesting ones too. Yeah, be in any styles that you would particularly like for uh, for the Irish breweries to focus on. No, go on. You're making great things. I'm doing <laughs> them. I'm loving them. Just nice. Carry on. Carry nice. on, folks. Well, I want more saisons, so I'll just say it. I want more saisons. Come on, guys. Let's, let's have a few more. We don't need them full market saturated, just a few more. And nice, funky ones, not... You know, not safe ones. Come on. <laughs> Carolyn, what are you looking forward to? Is there anything uh, anything happening out there that you're specifically not, enjoying and looking forward to? Not that I got good Mexican lager for mm. the summertime. I tried one at a craft beer pub and he was like, you're going to like this one. And it was a very refreshing cerveza with a with lime in it. So it was, it was really good. So I'm looking forward to drinking more of that because it was delicious. That sounds awesome. It actually just reminded me there's a there's a beer that I really need to get my hands on eventually. When when it comes to my O'Briens, I will get it. But it, I think it's a Rascals actually. It's their rice rice baby. It's a rice lager with lime, lemon and lime, which I thought is an interesting choice. Like I don't think you really need the lemon and lime, but I, I like I like rice lagers, so I'm keen. I'm going to I'm going to try it. And that, that for me seems like the perfect beer to sit outside and have a few of them because I don't know what it is about rice. I think it makes it slightly drier. And 
I don't know what it what it, what it adds, but it, it's just superb. I like I like rice in a beer. So looking forward to that one very specifically. But okay, yeah. All right, um, friends, fam, everybody, uh, thank you for listening to the Beer Ladies podcast. And friends, thank you for being being here to chat summer and spring and beer and optimism and things uh, today. Um, for those at home, please don't forget to go and um, like and subscribe and follow and share and review and all of those things. It really does make a difference. And um, we'd, we'd love it if you would. So please go and do that. And otherwise, we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.